How to stop looking at porn for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man that you are. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach. I've been coaching guys on this for several years now, have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that, and I use this podcast to share what I've learned. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn. All right, guys, today we are talking about questions. We be talking questions. So this morning I asked myself a question. I said, what do I choose to share in the podcast episode today? And um, basically what came out is something that can open people's minds in a new way that empowers them or heals them or ignites new action with more ease. Okay, so uh, then where it led is we're going to actually talk about questions and how useful they can be um, and how to use them to our advantage, okay? Um, Basically, don't skip over your questions, okay? When you have questions, um, honor them. Honor them and be willing to answer them as you go too, okay? You can sit down and write about them. You can motivate sorry (laughs) meditate or pray over them right um but don't just skip over them okay um when questions arise in you in an organic way um start paying attention to what those are for you and just be aware that they're there for a reason and they can be uh revealing they can be a guide okay so some examples of questions that might come up with uh, someone in your shoes or someone listening to this podcast is, how will I learn to stop looking at porn, right? Or why can't I afford the help that I want? Or why can't I do this on my own, right? And so we don't want to just skip these questions. If those questions are coming up for you, let's honor them, okay? And then something that I've been learning even more lately is um is how to learn what you can from the question itself okay so before you even start answering a question get acquainted with what the question itself is and see what you can learn from that question itself okay there's some really good information there a lot of times um i i personally believe that questions spring forth for a reason and they can be revealing, like I said. They are inspiration at times. Uh, they can be your guide. Uh, <clears throat> and this is why I don't think it's possible for us as humans to just completely stagnate forever because <laughs> questions will always keep arising, okay? Rather, whether it's from within you or from the mouth of another person, uh, it, questions are part of us as humans they're just there (laughs) and when we put a question into words right it's kind of fun to think what a question is or where it comes from before it even becomes words in our brains right it's just sort of an interesting concept to think about um but when we do put it into words we formulate this mechanism for revealing for learning for growth for exploration change progress right um so 
pay attention to the questions that arise naturally in you. That's that's the invitation I have for you. And learn about what is there and why it is there. Okay, so for example, if we were to revisit those questions, examples that I shared earlier, first one was, how will I learn to stop looking at porn? So if someone's asking this question, what that what I can see here is, okay, first of all, they have a desire to learn to stop looking at porn, right? That's clear. There's at least some desire. And they're curious, and they want to know what that way is, right? And even in this question itself, it's kind of cool to see that there is at least part of them that believes they can learn to stop looking at porn. Otherwise, why would we be asking how? If it's totally impossible, then there would be no how. It would just it wouldn't even be a question, right? So that's kind of cool to see here too. Um, another thing to be aware of with how questions, how will I learn? Um, a lot of times when people are asking that, they're kind of in a current belief that they don't know how, which can be the kind of thinking or belief pattern that can interfere with finding that next step. Um, it, there's also signs in questions of how, when we really want to know the how and the details of it all, um, it can sometimes be a sign that we aren't believing more fully that it's possible. Okay, so while this question does show that there's at least some belief that this is possible, there's also some in this question that uh, it might be revealing that they're not fully, fully believing, right? Um, so those are some of the things from that question <clears throat> that I see even before we start to answer the question, right? And then the other example, uh, why can't I afford the help that I want, right? So if someone's asking this question, uh, what we can see is that they want help, right? They see help as being a good idea for them, and they see that it costs money, right? And they want it, but then there's also part of them that's very focused on how they can't get the help that they want, right? And so uh, we can see that they want the help, and then if the focus stays on how they can't get the help that they want, then that's just good to know because that's the kind of question that if you stay with, that you will, uh, your, your brain will keep finding evidence that you can't get the help that you want, and then you won't actually be as likely to get the help that you want, right? So, so that's a good revealing question, right? Um, the other question was, why can't I do this on my own? Okay, so if we examine this question for a moment, what, what's revealed? Um, it looks like this person has tried, right? And they, they have this thing that they really want to do, and they value taking responsibility for it and taking matters into their own hands, right? And that's not a bad thing, okay? So that's kind of a fun thing that's revealed there. Um, but then this one's similar to the last question, right? Like, if, it's, if the focus stays on why can't I do this on my own, then um, it's not only fo it doesn't only keep you focused on trying to do it on your own, but also how you can't do it on your own. So if you stay with that question, it might not be the most useful one. 
And so that's where you can start playing with it. And first of all, what if you don't have to do it on your own? And what if it's okay to not have to do it on your own, right? And what if the question is more just how can I do this, right? Whether it's on my own or with help, just how can I do it? And let's be open to what works. Like what works to help me make happen what I want to happen here, right? So, um, but it's it's just useful to start noticing what, what are those questions coming at, up in you and they can kind of reveal where your mind is at and some of the things that you are thinking, okay? So, um, if if you start doing this and you notice a question or some of your questions that seem like they're a sign of thinking patterns going on in you that are less useful to you, then you can adjust the question or intentionally ask a new one, right? Which we kind of started playing with there for a moment. Um, our, our brains love to work with questions. They really do. Our, our brains are thinking machines. They, they're nonstop. They think and our brains think while we're sleeping too. And they can work on questions while you're sleeping. Um, questions are a great gentle and open way to guide your brain. I mean, I guess you could come up with some forceful and rude questions if you really wanted to, right? But <laughs> if you're using it in a way to be productive, then they can be a really great, gentle, open way just to guide your brain, okay? So so it, when you're doing this kind of work to rewire your brain, we don't want to focus so much on creating new patterns in your brain. We want to focus more on guiding your brain to new patterns. Does that make sense? It's kind of like lifting weights, like I'm not focused on like making my muscles stronger and like going into my muscle and building more muscle cells and stronger muscle fibers or more of them, right? Like what I do is I guide my muscles to becoming more strong. So I create a situation where I I feel the burn and I do it in a controlled safe way that finds my edge and and is kind of uh you know, finding that place to wear my muscle out. And and then I've created the conditions that then guide my muscle. My muscle takes care of the rest, right? My body does that part for me. And it's the same thing with our brains. Um, it's not with our lower brains in particular. It's not about, like, making the change happen, like, forcing it in the moment. It's more about kind of guiding and inviting and creating a situation of curiosity and questioning and openness and compassion um, that allows for your brain to make some shifts. Does that make sense? So um, so some questions that I have for you today, just kind of in line with what we've been talking about. I'm going to go through some, some questions and kind of uh, how these can be useful. And then I'm going to go through sort of a, a list of steps of just how you can... Uh, in, approach questions in a new way. So first of all, um, here's my first question for you. If it is totally possible for you to learn to let go of porn sustainably and be genuinely glad about it, what is your next step in that direction? Okay, I'm going to say it again. If, if you knew that it is totally possible for you to learn to let go of porn sustainably and be genuinely glad about it, what is your next step in that direction? Okay. 
I just find this to be a really useful question for uh, people who are working on what a lot of you are working on. Okay, next one. For those of you who are pretty sure, this, okay, this is for those of you who are pretty sure that you will need outside help to achieve your goals. Like, you've already kind of decided, like, you know what, outside help seems like it's going to be the best thing for me, right? I've tried it on my own, and and you're just ready for that new approach, right? Even if you're a little hesitant, there's part of you that's just like, you know what, I know that's going to be an important step for me. So, um, so for those of you who think you might need that help but are thinking that later is better, okay, uh, the question for you is why is now better than later to get that help? Okay, if you stay with later's better than now, then now never comes because it's always um, we're always thinking later's going to be better. Like now never becomes better. <laughs> so, and the only time you can ever choose to do something is right now in your present moment. So if now is never the best time, then it just always stays on the back burner. So if you have a later's better than now thought going on in your mind, just be aware that. Um, like there won't be a magical moment suddenly where you're like, oh yeah, now's the time. Like it it doesn't happen that way for most of us. You kind of have to just decide, you know what? I've decided to now see that now is better than later, <laughs> okay? Um, and if you don't ever decide that, then you won't ever get the help that you're wanting. So that's why I brought this question in the mix. Why is now better than later to get that help? So just for those of you who find that useful, um, I'm not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. You know, you get to do what you want to do. And then the next one is for those of you who are uh, hesitant to invest money in getting the help that you want, right? And you think that you need to get other ducks in a row first financially before investing in this. Um, and I know sometimes logistically that makes a lot of sense, right? But also just be aware that a lot of us have so many stories about our money and a lot of them, a lot of them are really just made up and optional and a lot of them get in the way of creating the life that we want for ourselves. So just be willing to question your money stories and uh, don't just automatically buy in to your story as it's been because for a lot of people their story about money is directly connected to why they are stuck with porn okay it can be it can be one of the main hurdles or it can even be the same underlying thinking patterns um that are leading to porn that also are creating these stories about money okay so um the question for those of you who are thinking like uh, that are hesitant to invest that money, like you could afford it, but you're hesitant. Um, how might it be your best way to invest money by investing in this process? That's the question for you. Because a lot of us, we've just kind of assumed, like, I got to find all the ways, last resort to spending money on this, right? But how might it be your best way to invest money in this kind of process, right? Um, Sometimes some people have never asked that question to their brains before, so I wanted to offer it to you. And then, what if it's your most responsible way to invest money? Right? What if investing money in your brain and body and managing your mind, rewiring your 
your mind and your habits is the very best, most responsible way for you to invest your money right now. What if it is? A side note here is that your body is very wise, okay? So it presents symptoms for very good reasons. And um, I don't love the word symptom because it sounds like disease and I try to avoid disease talk with porn because I don't find that helpful. But I'm going to use symptom here just because it's easier to explain. Um, Unwanted porn habits. Okay, when someone has a porn habit and they don't really want it in their life that way. Like part of them does, but part of them is like, okay, let's change this. Um, Unwanted porn habits are really just a symptom of something underlying. Okay, it's not really about the porn. It's about underlying thought patterns. The problem is always a thought, guys. Okay, that's how thought work works. <laughs> and that's how you find sustainable change, is starting to approach it that way. But but if that sort of symptom is presenting, it's presenting for a very good reason. And our bodies and our minds, they, they're very wise. Okay, it's like it is meant to be presenting and it's there to teach us or help us heal or grow in some next new way. And so um, the cool thing about this is when you use a process like thought work to address the underlying problem that's underneath the symptom of unwanted porn habit, it doesn't just more naturally clear up the porn habits, it clears up all sorts of other symptoms in other areas of your life too. Okay, so um, so if you think that you got to like figure out all these other parts of your life before you get to this porn stuff, I mean, you get to choose for you and that's fine. And no one knows the best answer for you. I'm just offering this other way of seeing it that, um, sometimes investing your money and choosing to do that right now uh, and start with that, uh, with addressing the porn symptom, it can lead very naturally to taking care of a lot of those other things in your life that you think are a problem especially with the way that I approach coaching like I invite people to bring their whole selves to the session so it's not we don't just talk about porn the whole time at at least half the time we're talking about other stuff and um and that's important because the way you do one thing in your mind is the way you do everything so Um, So when you start using these awesome tools to manage your mind, uh, it clears up that symptom of unwanted porn habits, and it it can't not start affecting all these other areas of your life, like your relationships with others, your relationship with yourself, uh, money, healing, commitment. Like You can use these same skills to change your financial situation in your life. Guys do this all the time. I do it, right? It's... uh, So when you're investing in a coach, in this type of coaching, to help with your unwanted porn habits, you're investing in so much more than just, I'm going to change my habits with porn and that's it. It's so much more than that. Um, So I just wanted you to know that. Um, And that's, that's part of what I absolutely love about this process is nothing's off the table in our coaching sessions and the tools here, they apply to all of it in a very practical, hands-on, powerful way that helps you create change with more ease, not just with the porn, but with other parts of your life. So just wanted to make sure that was very clear. And then um, here's another one for you guys. For those of you who think something is wrong with you, 
for having this problem or for feeling like you need to invest money to get help with this problem of unwanted porn use, right? Um, here are some questions for you. How is this problem a sign that you are just right? How might it make a lot of sense to invest money in learning from your humanness? How are you just right, right where and how you are right now? Okay, these are just some new questions for you because some of you really have not asked those questions to yourself ever. The only question you've asked and have learned to ask is, what's wrong with me, right? And how's this a sign that something's gone terribly wrong and something's wrong with me and I'm doing something wrong and I'm the wrong kind of man, the wrong kind of husband, wrong kind of father? How am I the wrong father for my kids, right? Is that kind of question going to help you parent your kids? I mean, in my opinion <laughs> and experience, absolutely not, right? How are you the right man to be the father to your kids, right? How are you just right, right where and how you are right now? And how do you have everything it takes to handle what's in front of you, right? Just uh, try on some of these new ways of asking questions. Um, and then... Uh, some of the other ones that I always like to come back to is how can we make this more light? How can we make this process more fun? How can we make things more simple here, right? Um, a lot of people think pornography has to be this heavy topic, and people ask me all the time, like, how do you coach on that all day, every day? Like, that's kind of heavy. And and I'm, I always say, like, is it? <laughs> is it heavy? Uh, it's kind of revealing, uh, to me when they are saying that it's heavy and maybe they've just they didn't really mean it in a certain way but also sometimes they do and um, like to me it's not a heavy subject and I think that's one of the powerful things about this process when you come and talk to me it's like oh he just gets it and there's not a big dramatic uh, problem here it's more just like okay here we are this is what's going on and let's take the next useful step what well, works right um, so always come back to those questions because making it heavier is part of what keeps it a problem for so many people perpetually, okay? So how can we make this more light? That's the question I'm interested in, okay? And if that resonates with you, then come on, let's talk. Um, next question is, um, that I always love to ask is, what does love say about all this? right? What does love have to say about all of this? If you're looking at something uh, about you or your habits or your life, like, let's get love's opinion. <laughs> what does love have to say about all of this? Uh, it's just a useful question. I, I never have found love to be an unhelpful thing to bring in the mix with anything, the more that life goes on for me. So um, love always has something useful to add to the mix, okay? If you knew that you were completely worthy as you are right now, why would you want to learn to make some of these changes in your life? Right? I'm going to ask that one again. If you knew you were completely worthy as you are right now, you're already worthy, and you always have been, why would you want to learn to make some of these changes? That is a useful question. 
if I believe wholly that it's happening, how do I approach this moment? Okay, you have these goals to change your habits, learn these new skills, manage your mind, rewire your mind, uh, make your life more what you want it to be. Okay, you've got this vision for yourself. If you believe wholly, by the way, if you don't have that vision for yourself, then get on a consult with me and we'll map out a vision together and it'll be it'll come from you um but i can kind of help you streamline it and no no pressure to work with me it's just kind of part of the service i offer in the free consults um but if you believe wholly that that vision is happening how do you approach this moment try that question on as you go okay all right so i'm going to just review if we were to kind of break this down into steps um, uh, that are just a useful way to look at questions, right? Step one, learn from your organic questions. Step two, choose questions intentionally to guide your mind. Step three, when you find a useful question, stay with it until you find an even more useful one, right? And even write it down, collect them. Step four, be open while you do this and curious. The more open you are, the more, I believe, this invites outside powers into the process, okay? And it lets your brain just work more unfettered if we're not putting all these blocks and limitations on it. Like, be open to what can come up as you question. Uh, Don't expect certain answers. Um, Be open to answers that you'll find and become conscious of right okay step five uh use active questioning okay this is uh, there's a difference between asking questions in like uh like who knows right like why are things this way who knows i don't know right just kind of like and that's where we stop like there's no way of knowing (laughs) right like I know that could be kind of fun sometimes in conversation, but also when you're working on your relationship with yourself and managing your mind, uh, don't stop there, right? Um, I don't know that idea that I don't know. Like, who knows? Nobody knows. Uh, that's an optional thought. Um, it's it's a belief that there's no way to know an answer to this question. And that can put a stop to your ability, that superpower that you have within you to invite answers to questions into your life, whether it's through your brain or through higher power or through other people around you or manifestation, like whatever you, however you believe to see all that. Um, so active questioning, answer it yourself, right? Um, or at least decide that an answer is available somewhere and decide where you want to start finding that answer, Right? and make a plan to go find it, okay? That's active questioning. So reviewing the steps, learn from those organic questions that arise naturally in you. Don't skip over them, honor them, right? Learn what they reveal in the question itself before you answer it. Two, choose questions intentionally to guide your mind. Three, when you find a useful question, stay with it until you find an even more useful one. Four, Be open and curious while you do this. And five, use active questioning. All right, so that's what I've got for you today, guys. Um, Make sure that you make this your own. And um, I know that I have certain questions that I've found useful through my personal experience and experience working with all the people I've worked with. Um, 
but also let don't give yourself any uh, too much restriction there like come up with questions that work for you and fit your style right uh, that's a really important part of the process and find ones that resonate with you right where you're at in this moment okay so um i personally love this process of approaching questions in this way in the context of coaching um this is why i continue to hire coaches for myself just because i love doing it with someone that's trained and experienced in that approach and um who can kind of be a an objective non-judgmental witness with me and it can really accelerate and uh, enhance the process when you get um, that sort of combination like a client coach combination of minds working together on questions um, it can be so powerful and inspiring and transformational um, I, I really value my alone time doing this as well like I don't like to skip that because doing it on my own has its own value uh, that I love um, but also if when I don't include a coach in the process, I like. There's a reason I keep hiring coaches for myself because I just value that process, and I wanted to share that with you. Um, that that is something that can really help uh, certain people who that's a good fit for. So if you feel like you're one of those people who would love to um, have that sort of support while tackling the problems in front of you. Um, and also knowing that it can help solve other problems in your life along the way uh, just by addressing the root of the current problem, then uh, hop on a consult with me. Listen to the spiel after this uh, this podcast here at the end of my podcast, and you'll know where to find me. And uh, that's what I got for you today. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, I want to invite you to rate it and to share it with one or two people you think could also benefit. The podcast is available on all the platforms, wherever you like finding your podcasts. If you want more information on what I offer, go to dannypullman.com and make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. And remember, we're talking about porn, but this is about so much more than just porn.